You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels studios. We are pleased to have you with us today, and we're pleased to welcome in Derek Smith, the voice of Baylor baseball, women's basketball, PA at McLean Stadium, a little bit of everything, pregame, postgame of Baylor football. Uh, Derek, that long season I mentioned earlier uh, came to an end this morning for you, but I'm sure you would have been okay with going a few more uh, days, if not a few more weeks. Yeah, absolutely, John, and uh, thanks for having me on. It uh, you always it, it always feels abrupt, even when you have yeah. a sense that uh, it's coming. And you know, for the guys, I would have liked to have seen them have more success. And you know, you knew you were going to have to win going in it, so that was going to be a tall task. But you were hoping that they would have that chance, which I think they might have had if they'd been able to hold on and beat TCU yesterday to be in position to make it interesting later in the week. Yeah, good point. Let's talk about that game first. Uh, had a lead over TCU. Frog scored late, won the game 4-2. to two. Uh, yeah, That was a tough loss. I mean, you had the number one team uh, in the, uh, the number one seed and the regular season champs kind of on the ropes and then couldn't finish it off. Yeah, and that's you know, and that's kind of what we saw at least in the Saturday game in the uh, in the regular season. Baylor played TCU well all four ball games they played this year. It was just you know TCU is the champs because they didn't really make a lot of mistakes this year, and they kind of had that feeling that they were never out of it. And the tough thing was for the Bears with all the injuries and the way the season went, there wasn't there's really not a lot of margin for error, and there were a couple of defensive not necessarily errors in the scorebook, but uh, opportunities to record outs that they let slip in the later innings. And, of course, TCU as a Big 12 championship team capitalized on those. And, you know, the Baylor offense just didn't do enough yesterday to overcome that. They were right there with them. But, unfortunately, that kind of is the difference between a team that, you know, played as well all year as TCU did and a team like Baylor that dealt with injuries and had guys in new roles and just sort of felt felt snake bit at times. Yeah, so many injuries uh, with this team. We'll talk more about that. But then today was Oklahoma State, team we saw just a, a week ago, very, very recently. But, uh, gosh, they, they've got some bats, don't they, Oklahoma State? Man, that lineup up and down is is so good, and they don't really have any holes. And, you know, they've got a couple of monster bats at three and four, and Jake Thompson and Griffin Dorsheen. And Dorsheen, with no wind at all, hit a, hit a home run that proved to be the game winner that <laughs> – really changed the game today, but they don't have any easy outs in that entire lineup. And that, that, that proved to be a tough matchup today. I thought Baylor hung with them pretty well in Waco, of course, getting the comeback win. But today, just not kind of enough firepower. Yeah, 11-1, the final from this morning. Run rule win for Oklahoma State. So the season comes to an end, 26-28 and 28 for this team. You mentioned it, the, uh, the injuries specifically to the pitching staff. Uh, that was just so much to overcome all year, wasn't it? It really was, and I think in the end, that's what, in my mind, took Baylor from being a tournament team, you know, to a team that, you know, ended up being the number eight seed and needed to win the entire tournament to get in. This year was funny. You know, you saw a lot of the games, John. You called a lot of them in the Big 12. Almost no one was able to put together a three-man rotation that lasted this year, either due to injuries 
or due to just uh, poor performance. You know, Baylor wasn't the only team, so it was that kind of year. But you look at the rotation that Baylor had, if it had been able to stay healthy, Tyler Thomas, uh, Blake Helton, and Will Rigney probably match up as one through three, maybe if they're healthy, the best rotation this year in the Big 12, at least certainly based on what we saw from them. And admittedly, somewhat limited sample sizes for Blake, for instance. But that rotation probably, in my mind, if it stays healthy, Baylor could be a top half of the Big 12 type of team. But obviously, it didn't work out. See, it very much didn't work out that way. Um, what with all, all three of them getting hurt. Yeah, that's tough. And then the bullpen, you know, which uh, which has been so good in years past, you know, with the old guys, just didn't have that those experienced arms in the bullpen, you know, and those guys were just put in tough situations a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the one thing really from the Texas series on in particular, it seemed like Coach Rod kind of knew we're going to, because of the numbers game, we're going to have to leave guys in longer than he wanted to because he didn't have the numbers in years past when you've got Jimmy Winston and Ryan Leckich and Joe Heineman and Drew Robertson and Alex Phillips, where if one guy starts to falter, you can pull him quickly and bring someone else in. Or if you know, you know, maybe a a Drew Robertson's effectiveness after, you know, two innings goes down, well, you can just be ready to bring someone else in. They really didn't have that luxury this year. And unfortunately, the best pitchers at times were put in situations because of that where, you know, they had to go a few batters longer than they wanted to. And against Big 12 hitters, in the end, oftentimes that'll come back to, uh, you know, they'll make you pay. And they did that at times. Derek, one thing about this Baylor team this year was uh, they would fight. They would battle. And we saw that on a number of occasions, just how they really, really, uh, you know, left it on the field every game. They did. That's a good point. And that's something Coach Rod mentioned a few times. You know, you can kind of tell sometimes in a situation when the frustration, you know, for a team could mount to a point that it has an impact. And it didn't seem like anyone let that happen this year. And I think it speaks to the, the caliber of guys on the team and the coaches that they came ready to work every day. And even in tough situations, they, like you said, they kept they kept battling. They did so when they were down in, in some big holes early this year. It made it interesting most notably to come back against Oklahoma State. But, you know, they really did battle. And I think it's, you know, it's unfortunate sometimes, you know, we think about, I know we people know we have great student athletes at Baylor, but you always want to see that when you win. But I think sometimes you see that when things aren't going so well. And unfortunately, that was the case this year. But the guys would certainly, I think, make people proud by the way they approached, the way they played the cards they were dealt. Derek Smith, our guest, play-by-play for Baylor baseball, Baylor women's basketball, a multitude of other duties uh, with Baylor athletics. And uh, it's the end of the year, end of the broadcast season uh, for all of us, Derek. Now, uh, you know, softball finished today. They won. Baseball finished today. That's it. Track and field is still going. We don't uh, ordinarily broadcast any of those. What's it like for you to get to this point in the calendar year where it's the end of the uh, school year and the broadcast year? Well, you know, it's funny. Like I think I mentioned, it always feels a little bit abrupt, even when you know it's about to come. And you always wish it could last a little bit longer because, you know, you always want to call those games that, you know, are for, a, you know, a Big 12 title or for, a, you know, advancing in the postseason. But, you know, I also know in the back of my mind for everyone, it is a long year and you need to rest and, and recharge and find some, some downtime so that come, uh, 
come late August, early September, we're ready to go at full speed. Mm-hmm. How's Veronica? Is Veronica kind of uh, counting it down till you get to this point also? <laughs> yeah, she, she, you know, she always wants the teams to win, and then, but she's also glad when the schedule slows down, and that's going to be the uh, the case. We got a few big, uh, we got a few big bucket list items. We actually bought a house this week. So oh, fantastic! That's going, to, uh, that's going to take over our lives here, I think, uh, coming up. But I'm hoping we can still find a little bit of a rest time in the middle of all that. Very nice. Hey, congratulations! I'm glad that that went through, and uh, y'all got yeah, the house. You. I've got boxes and packing paper. I can hand off to you. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I might need to come over and pick that up. I don't Absolutely. Want to get an arm and a leg for it at U-Haul. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't don't yeah. do that. I've got plenty that I can hand off to you. That is great. What else? You got any trips uh, coming up? Any vacation trips this summer? Well, we we will see. The uh, knowing that we had a house decision upcoming sort of put all that on hold. Right. So now that that's official. We'll see if uh, we'll see if that's in store. Hopefully, I, I, something will be. I just don't know what. Gotcha. Let me ask yeah. you the question. Uh, this will be fun. Uh, I'll ask you the question. I get asked a lot. What, what's it like, and, and what are the uh, differences and similarities of working all the different sports at Baylor? Ooh, that yeah, that is a good that is a good question. I know you can answer that well too. I think you know, for me. Um, you know, baseball and basketball, you know, I was really reminded this year, obviously are two very different, different sports, you know, basketball, it's sort of about keeping up with the pace. You know, if you can do that, you don't really have a lot of, of time to fill. Um, you know, the game just kind of dictates that for you, whereas baseball, you've got a lot of time that you can fill and mix in, uh, stories or anecdotes and, uh, you know, look for ways to, you have to make that come alive a little bit, which is, I think, fun about baseball. Yeah. But it's also fun that in basketball, you don't really have to do that. It's the, uh, it's the uh, action of it. You know, I think, um, you know, I've been used to being around baseball and softball for a while now. You know, I enjoy the everyday nature of baseball, but mm-hmm. then also the kind of everyday intensity of basketball. I think mm-hmm. when there's a few less games, it makes every game seem that much more, that much more intense. And so watching the way the players approach say two games a week in basketball instead of uh, four has been has been interesting and something else is the road trips are different there's mm-hmm. a lot of downtime on a baseball road trip whereas I've noticed so basketball road trips are a lot more regimented because they tend to only last about somewhere between I would say 30 and 40 hours as yeah. opposed to a long weekend yeah that's a good point there's more travel in baseball than any any of the other sports um, let me ask you this, back to baseball, uh, and you and Max talked about this in the broadcast today. There's some guys on the Baylor roster that have some pretty big decisions to make, you know, whether they come back, whether they move on, you know, at this point. What do you, what's your feel on some of those guys and, and uh, maybe what that roster might look like next year? You know, my honest answer is I don't really know anything for sure. I always try to stay away from you know, particularly as the season is going on, asking guys too much about their futures. In a lot of cases, they don't really know. My, my, my sense is there's decisions to be made on all fronts and that some are probably farther along than others. But my, it seems like the reality is that they all have some decisions to make and they have two good options, pros or coming back for another year. And I think they really do have to weigh the pluses and minuses because in each case, I think another year back could could benefit them. But I also think if they get a, uh, I, you know, if they get a amount they like, or if they get a uh, a pick at a certain level in the draft that they like, it's going to be hard to turn that down. 
My hope is that they do the best thing individually for each of them. And my hope is that at least in a couple of cases, you know, that that might be coming back for another year because Baylor could certainly use a couple of those guys, be it McKenzie, Nevin, Richardson, or Pineda, back providing leadership and some real productivity for next year because they were very productive all year long. Yeah, I'd love to see that. That'd be great. All right, final question. Uh, You have uh, dealings that uh, a lot of people don't with Coach Rod, with uh, John Strauss, with Mike Taylor, with Justin Grassi, with everybody, you know, within the baseball program. Uh, Just tell everybody what it's like, you know, to to get to know those guys, get to know get to know them really well and work with them on such a close basis. You know, for, for sure. I think, honestly, that's kind of one of my favorite parts of this job is getting to know the coaches that I've been able to work with, uh, you know, whether it's uh, baseball, softball, or women's basketball. I, I have a ton of respect for for what they do and the work they do. And with this baseball coaching staff, you know, baseball is a tough game um, at the college level to coach. It's not a, you know, no game is a fair game, but I think baseball definitely has some elements of that. That, that make it challenging. And I love the way they approach it with positivity, with a, a mindset for the guys to get better, to make them tougher. They, uh, they, they really love Baylor. And I think what we have are a, uh, a, a group of coaches that, you know, they all come from different areas. You got coach Rod and coach Strauss from the West coast. They've got a slightly different mentality and coach Taylor from Houston, who's very Texan. And it makes for a really nice mix with a very uh, inter- you know, a diverse mix of guys on the baseball team, I think we've been, they're just a really good group, and they've been able to weather the hands they were dealt this year. And I think that showed with the way the guys approached it as well, because you know, if teams can take on a little bit of the character of their coaches, the fact that they never packed it in says something about the job the coaches did. Yeah, very well said. I agree with that completely. Hey, thanks very much. Uh, be careful. Uh, oh, this is the last question. What do you think of Globe Life Field? Um, uh, and, and just the change in the atmosphere, you know, there compared to Bricktown Ballpark in Oklahoma City. Well, yeah, you know, it was really nice. The uh, very nice ballpark, as you would expect for a new major league ballpark. I love the fact that we all had our own booths and didn't have to move around. Nice. The coaching staff loved that there were restaurants down at the end of each dugout where the guys could sit and watch the game in comfort, watch the game ahead of them in comfort and not have to, uh, you know, sit back in a dingy hallway somewhere. But the ballpark was really fantastic. I have a soft spot for Oklahoma City. I think it's a great host city. But it's unfortunate for them that they really can't compete with what Globe Life Field offers in terms of comfort, in terms of the aesthetic, and in terms of just the fact that you've got that roof and you know you're going to be able to get the games in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. Hey, thanks very much. Uh, Be careful uh, traveling, and I will see you real soon. And uh, really, thanks for your good work all year. Well, John, thank you for all you do and for the opportunity to be a part of this. I really appreciate it. And Yeah, I'll talk to you talk to you soon hopefully we'll both be a little rested here soon that sounds good thanks Derek have a great day all right Derek Smith uh, really does do a great job with uh, everything we ask him to do and that is a lot Baylor baseball Baylor women's basketball uh, pregame postgame with the football uh, game broadcast and uh, PA at McLean Stadium as well